Yes, another edition of Welcome to My Hood Films Podcast. We out here doing a bit again out at NYC. It's your boy Marvin Lattimore. Uni Francis. And Uni, today we got another movie going down, man. Uh, what we got today, Uni? Yeah, we got Foolish, man. You got to take a little break, but we are back on Foolishness. Oh, we did have to take a break. That's right. Yeah, sorry, folks, if you were looking for uh, the episode that we are doing right now, but we just had to clear up some things and take care of this so-called hot girl summer. Yeah, it's fine. You know, Russia got nuclear explosions. They killing each other in Hong Kong. It's uh, yeah, we had to take a break. So, oh, that's in other countries, man. I was just worried about this hot girl summer. I mean, nukes can get here and make it even more hot. That's all my concern is. I'm just saying. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. You're right. You're right. There, there are more pressing matters in the world. So we could we could go ahead and uh, just say our prayers and hope that everything works out for the best. But anyway, the movie we are dealing with today is called Foolish. It came out in 1999. And for those of y'all that don't know Foolish, it stars our boy Master P. It's really starring Eddie Griffin. Master P is like... <laughs> Eddie Griffin is the star of the movie. Yes, it is actually written, co-written by Eddie Griffin himself. And it's based loosely or based fully, who knows, on Eddie Griffin's life and how he became a comedian. It is. It's a special, folks. It's a, it's a 45 minute special. We chopped up and called it a movie. I'm not mad at it, but I, that's what it was. I think that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, it was like 30 minutes of this was a straight stand up comedy. Eddie Griffin admitted that Master P gave him $1 million for the script. What? Yes. Damn. And Master P, uh, he also co-signed that admission that he was he gave him one million dollars for the script, and Master P loved the script and just went with it. I mean, script is a strong word, but you pretty much got one million dollars <laughs> to do what you're already doing. This is, this is a very stand-up comedian-based movie, so I feel like what's script? So all right, a million dollars to do. Virtually, no, that's not bad. That's not bad, man. Can't be mad at that. Especially in 99, that was okay. Yes. You had to do shit for a year and you played his card. Exactly. I don't think he didn't do much after that, but I'm good. Eddie Griffin's a low-key genius, man. Did you also know that uh, he did a skit one time where he was talking about black superheroes, and it turns out that Robert Townsend used that skit to make Meteor Man. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. So yeah, definitely it's good. You go behind. Guys responsible for two black films. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably put me here, man, on this. That's all. Mm. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he's, about. he's already planning for future episodes, folks. I forgot about me here, man. I don't know where. That's why okay. I've seen the advertisements. That's okay. I need comic books. Not mad at that. So speaking of stand-up, we also have a guest who is a stand-up comedian that we showed her foolish. For the first time, go ahead and state your name. Oh, hello. Uh, my name is Jill Wiener, and I watched Foolish. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> now, have you ever seen any hood films before Foolish? Uh, I mean, probably. I don't know. What, can you define hood film for me? Foolie? Do you want to take that one? You star as a rapper. Star as a rapper. Yeah. A rapper. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I feel like I'm being put on the spot now, um, and I can't think of any movies that's that are. Okay. I mean, you didn't see it, and that's a no. That's oh, all. Okay. I'm not like who did on because he kind of crossed. He crossed over. He crossed over. Yeah. yeah. But what year Hello Kuji doesn't count? Man, like 92 and 4. Didn't he have a whole ass TV show in the 90s? Oh, yeah. In the house. In the house, yeah. yeah. But you don't count like N2D? 
Mm. I've seen Leprechaun in the hood. Is that you? That actually uh-huh. does count. Uh-huh. So you got one in the I got one. <laughs> Did you see it when he came back to the hood? I don't know if I have seen that. Oh. Hey, he came back? Is that Leprechaun uh-huh. 5? Yeah. Oh, cool. My number? I don't remember. No, it's this. I think the fourth one is Because then he goes oh, he space after space. the hood, yeah. doesn't he? Anyway, sorry. That's That's okay. We just we just trying to gauge how much films sure, you've seen. Yeah, no, I've seen a lot of movies, and I just I think it's hard for me to uh, like just instantly recall the hood movies that I have seen. Okay. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's type. That's type. I only remember Leprechaun in the Hood because hood is in the name. Uh, <laughs> it seems like a cheat. Well, what do you know about Master P? Um, I don't know much about Master P. I know he directed this movie. Okay. Um, I know that he paid Eddie Griffin <laughs> one million dollars because he was so taken with the quote unquote script. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hope he got his money back. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would say, you know, that's about, I mean, I know he's, uh, you know, a figure in music and I can't, like, for the life of me, I'm racking my brain and I honestly don't know uh, from which it Run DMC, maybe? Nope. Nope. No, he came, he came way after Run DMC. Okay. So he was with a, a group yeah. called the No um, Limit Soldiers. No Limit Soldiers? Yeah, he's from New Orleans. Oh, I love New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> so he ain't had none of his music. Yeah, none he's of that. not. Oh, you missed some Thomas classics. He's going to be being embarrassed for an hour. Gotcha. <laughs> free cash money. Well, our, our goal isn't to embarrass you. It's to put you on to what we call the hood dumps. That's all. That's I'm into it. Let's do there it. You go. <laughs> on, a, on a quick side note, also, Uni, and that same interview I saw with Master P, he said, uh, he said that he was recording at the time. I got the hookup too. <laughs> wait, wait. What do you mean at the time? When they did the interview about him saying that he did give him one million dollars. Oh, okay. How old was his interview? Say maybe like a year. Oh, wow. oh okay. All right. But okay. what's funny about it is that when they asked him about I got the hookup too, he said. It will be, and I quote, I'm not making this up. If you look at it on YouTube, this is real. He said it will be, that movie will be the Black Panther for the hood. I mean, he can say what he wants. <laughs> you can say what he wants. What? I mean, we've seen his taste yes. level, yeah. so yeah. I don't know. He said that I got the hood too is going to be the Black Panther for the hood. I don't know how. I don't know why. I don't even know what that means. I didn't even see the Who came season two with the fucking Black Panther for the hood? Yeah, it's a close thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't know why he said it. I just felt like sharing it because it's hilarious. Like, that's not even the same genre. If Dame would have said it, I'd have believed it. <laughs> yeah. The producer said it, Dame Dash. If Dame Dash said it, we'll believe it. Okay. So let's let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into this and uh, talk with Joe about the movie Foolish. When Uni brought this to your attention, what was your first thought of what did you think the movie was going to be like? I mean, I thought it was going to be kind of like, uh, you know, how a like hard knocks comedian found his way in the world and went from like zero to hero. Uh, you know, I thought it would be just kind of a typical like hero's journey through uh, the entertainment industry. <laughs> and boy, was I wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so okay yeah we can say he was wrong did you what did you feel like like uh the opening scene for example was uh they showed eddie griffin doing like sets do you feel like who, who do you feel like do you feel like if foolish was a real comedian do you think he'd make it i mean i think he may he would make it in 1999 i don't think he would make it i mean i think he would make it maybe on the road today but uh he does have a lot of like women are like this and men are like that 
Yeah, he had like the first straight cry for a joke 10 years yeah, ago. So yeah. comments, I know you're listening. You can retire that now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can bring it up next year. 20. Yeah, Eddie Griffin did that more than 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 Shut the hell up right now. <laughs> but maybe if he updated his material, I think he, you know, I think he's got something. I think he's got oh, wow. <laughs> a great stage presence. That's fair. That's fair. So you've never seen Master P. Like in terms of rapping before, but how did you feel about his acting? Because he was a cousin, right? <laughs> he was a brother, bro. The brother. Yeah. Wait, the brother. Yeah, don't think about these things. Yeah, they were they were brothers. I thought he was a cousin. Did he just say he was he was fit fitty, right? Sorry. Yes. Yeah, we fit, his, his character name in the movie, folks, was Fitty. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And again, we don't know why. We just know we it just was. No. Yeah. Yes. Um. You know, I thought I thought he could have made some stronger choices. He did have a great grill, though. He had a lot of jewelry, I remember, and yeah. he had a lot of jumpsuits, yes. which I appreciated. Yes, that's what uh, <laughs> That's what he does. And I didn't really, you know, I like that. I like their. I guess I like their relationship. <laughs> it was a little odd. I think. I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, Master P's not a good actor. So yeah. I don't know what I was saying. I mean, I don't know. The acting all over the movie yeah, was yeah. not super strong. <laughs> well, come when we were growing up. It was like everybody just wanted to see how you would act because when you heard him rap, it was pretty much the same thing. It wasn't bad. It was just that it just was very stiff. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it always made us laugh. Like even um years later, he ended up on Dancing with the Stars. And I just didn't know that. Yeah. That's great. He was a master For real? Master P was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> And everybody laughed at him because it's like this six foot, over six foot dude, he's like six guy. four, six five, yeah. and he's just like, uh, like he can barely move. Like you know, it's, it's awesome. But I mean, black people was rooting for him, but we, we knew he was going to lose. Right. So we was like, come on, we got to be real with ourselves. Yeah, can't yeah. dance that well. He's very tall and stiff. Right. But um, no, that's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. I just uh, just so y'all know, folks, and Master P in this movie again. One thing you should know about the hood is whenever we have hood films, we never, we rarely ever remember the rapper's character name in the film. Oh, I see. We just be like, yeah, that's the when Master P was in there doing this. That's just yeah. so never nothing memorable. Yeah. Yeah. His real his name in the movie was Quentin Fifty Dollar Wise. Fifty Dollar Wise. <laughs> I mean, that's a good name. And, Fifty dollar wise. Eddie Griffin was Miles Foolish Wise, and they were brothers. I like how their last names are wise. Yeah, you know, to yeah. be like these guys. Yeah, or is it ways? Actually, no. I think it's ways. W a i s e. I'm so sorry. It would make more sense if it was wise. It would make more sense if it was wise. Dollar wise, penny foolish. Yeah. And I know that'd be crazy, right? Eddie Griffin's like fifty something now, and be a crazy. Uh, sequel, but um, I was watch that. He'd be a club owner, just be a psychotic club owner. <laughs> <laughs> Except for when I have to touch another young female comic, so I'll watch that. So there was a lot of things in this movie that did strike uh, my attention that I want to share with you that made me laugh. First off was the fact that these two guys, they were, I guess they were playing a prank in the beginning yeah. and uh, as hustlers. <laughs> And when they played a prank, they scared somebody so bad that they, they died of a heart attack. That's right. They were faking like they were robbing him. That's the worst part of that movie. Yeah. It was easily. Yeah, they jumped, they like they know this card game's going on and they first through the door wearing like baklavas and mm. guns. Mm. And then they're like, Oh, just kidding, it's us. 
But then one of the guys is like, oh no, my heart, and he dies. And it turns out that guy is tied to like some mob boss. Andrew dies playing Andrew the mob dies. boss in this movie. And he's very mad that his cousin died of a heart attack. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole plot. That's how the plot gets started in the movie. But that, yeah. <laughs> he could just lie. He's like, yeah, he just had a heart attack. You need to tell him your fake Robin. Nobody's gonna snitch. Yeah, I don't know why they did. That. I guess just because you know why not? You need. They you need to have a fucking movie. I yeah. Guess. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it was very, very random, and there was a lot of Italian stereotypes in this whole film. There was a lot of everything. Because yeah. even the club owner Gino Giovanni. Was, Giovanni. Yeah, very like Goodfellas esque. <laughs> yeah. Which was very weird. It was. Uh, especially. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what city they were in. I think LA. they were in LA, but the club uh, was Giovanni's. Right? Oh, it didn't feel like LA at all. It didn't, but it was the West Coast. I do remember seeing that. It was so bad. I, literally, I, like Frankenstein. Y'all want to know what AJ was laughing at? I told you. This is so funny. Or YouTube Master P on Dancing with the Stars. It is hilarious. Shout out to Master Pito. Again, we don't disrespect any of these rappers that saw in these films, but we do gotta we, we do gotta call them out because this is what hood films was for us growing up, people. It was, this is what it was. So, uh, moving on. Like I said, there was very interesting storylines. One storyline that really made me laugh. I don't know how you feel about this because me and Uni can't even call this hood. We just we didn't even know how to look at it. So the family dynamic was that uh, a foolish. Was in love with a girl right. named uh, if I'm right, Desiree. I yeah, Desiree. he was in love with Desiree. Right, and apparently their storyline was in the past. They fooled around when they was young and dumb. Right, and he knocked her up. She was pregnant. Yeah, he skipped town to go join the military. <laughs> he joined the army. Yeah, he joined the <laughs> army to try to get money for the family. Right, Master P had money and got and helped her get an abortion. Yeah. And then years later, they ended up getting together. Her and Master P, yeah. Yeah, her and Master P ended right. up becoming boyfriend and girlfriend. A lot of yeah. plot lines. Yeah. Craziest plot line ever, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. How did you feel when, when you... I mean, it just that? seemed like a lot of excess nonsense. It was like, I feel like they, they didn't need to add the whole abortion, pregnant, join the army thing. I don't know. It just seemed like you could have just had a jilted lover from the past that, like, started... Well, the Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, and I guess either they used it as a, like, method to try to create some tension between uh, 50... Uh, 50... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to say between uh, the brothers. Right? Between the brothers. Or you can say that's a there and was like, this is so weird. Yeah, like, and, then, and also she was such a bad actress. It yeah. was painful for me to watch. And I think she was supposed to be like a scientist or something, like her job, but she was like, or she was like a business, like a quote unquote yeah, like a business. Lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, she, she I mean, she looks, she was it's just like one of those, like where it's like Denise Richards and like, <laughs> Like as an astrophysicist, you're just like that's not guys. She's hot, yeah, but like come on, there's no way she's a fucking lawyer. She's like 21 years old. Damn, uh, hey, you don't know? Well, she worked, yeah, maybe she was you know, a genius. You're right. No, no, she worked for her uncle, which is uh, her uncle is played by hood film legend Clifton Powell. Oh. Um, yes. The hood film legend Clifton Powell. We've seen him in plenty of hood films. We've seen him in plenty of hood shows like Rock. Wasn't he that chick father at ATL? He was not like Keith David. Oh, okay. the film legend. He was Pinky and Friday. Pinky oh. and Friday. And in this one, he played Everett Washington Esquire. 
You said you seen Friday, yeah. which one? Uh, both Friday and next Friday. See the third one? The third I don't know. One. What's the third one? Oh, Friday, 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 Friday. That's okay. That's that's the one where, in a sense, they we argue that it's a Christmas movie, just like white people argue that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh yeah. So it's like it's like that. That's that's our Christmas movie right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on. Uh, yeah. So Everett Washington Esquire. They use him to get money so that Foolish could get a one-hour special. It felt like I thought people just wanted him to perform at the club. No, he was being an asshole at the club. Yeah. yeah. So, because he kept running the yeah. light. Yeah. They so, kept putting him to the back. Right. His manager was like, yo, you got to come to the front. He's like, I don't want to do 10 minutes. So. And then he had like TV people coming yeah. to like look at That was another plot point, yeah. was like getting him to sell out. He was like, this is not who I am. Yeah. Like, yeah. because they were going to make him do drag, which was like a total, it was like a two on foo. Yeah, um, they did. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, and I was just sitting there and walked out. Yeah. yeah, and I was sitting there like I wouldn't be mad at him for that. I wouldn't want to trust him to drag me either. And he wasn't safe. He did. <laughs> he did, and that's that's what so sucks about like that argument because people are like. Well, what's the stage to do? He was bleeding. You're like, ah. Yeah, after. Blade the game himself. If you haven't been Blade, what, what else you know him from? Have you guys seen Chu Wang Fu? It's a pretty fun movie. It's great. Thank I, you. I don't, I don't remember. I'm Patrick trying to John Gasalo, Patrick Swayze. I know three legends. <laughs> three three legends. people that you look back and you say they're legends. Holiday Heart with um, Bing Rames. Oh, Bing Rames. You know what's sad? I saw that. That's 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 a poor man's version of it in a sense. Oh, hilarious. You're gonna carry me up these sticks. <laughs> you gotta see it, Mooney. It's a small shriveled band carrying big old fingers. <laughs> that, that was uh, I was like, give this man an Oscar to hilarious. So just uh, moving on back to the yeah, movie. Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Just <laughs> got swept away by two on two. He did he he did commit the cardinal sin when he was in the club. And he ran the red light by it looked like a long time. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you non-comics listening to this podcast, well, Joe, why don't you explain to them the rule about the red light? So sure, you get the light when you're have either like a minute or two or two minutes left. You know, you kind of talk about it. Yeah, you set it up with the, like the person who's running the light, and if you go over the light, they'll start flashing it. And that's when you should get off because you're disrespecting everybody. Everybody gets time. You know, you don't want to like, you don't want to be a dick. Mm-hmm. And essentially, if you do that, you're being a dick. So just, you know, he was being a dick, which yeah. was very I mean, foolish. You know, it's right. Ah. Ah. <laughs> 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 foolish ways. You there know? you go. There it is. There it is. That's, that's what he did. He was foolish. <laughs> He was foolish and uh, just his last thing was ways. So right. yeah, foolish ways. So just so you guys are aware, that's what happens mm-hmm. in, the, in the comedy clubs. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. ever see a random red light pop out, or if you're at a bar and you see somebody just waving their cell phone all crazy, yeah. <laughs> that's because they need us to get off that stage. And most of us, especially the four of us sitting in this room, we wise enough, we jump off the stage. But foolish, no, 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 he didn't want to do that. We always know that one person. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he played it off on the camera, but it's yeah. only that one person. I got it like, in my head right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I don't know. You can if you want to. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Change, yeah, change my whole change, 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 change
<laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. But this movie, uh, again, this movie was chock full of uh, just. It was a very random film. Would you agree, Joe? Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of well, like you mentioned in the beginning, of the plot point of like him killing the you know the mob guy's cousin. And that plot just like fizzles in the middle of the movie. Like it gets resolved because his brother gives the mob guy money, and then it's like, okay, that's over. Like nobody dies, nobody gets hurt. Oh yeah, it doesn't build into a, <laughs> it doesn't build into a climax. No, end. you kind of they kind of put it to the they side. They just put it to the side after it becomes like the thing that they based the, the huh. yeah the momentum of the movie on. Well, the craziest <laughs> part is he didn't just do money. He gave well one of his uh one of his friends and his crew was. Yeah, that was his name. His name oh, in the right. film was Numbers, but it was played by Jonathan Banks. And this was, <laughs> was pre-Breaking Bad, folks. This oh, was pre-Breaking right. Bad, pre-Better Call Saul. Breaking Bad Gus? Is that his no, name? No, uh, Mike. Mike, Mike. Mike. that's yeah. right. Yeah, he's the head. So, right. so this was pre-all of that, folks. This was pre-Community, all of that. Oh, yeah. Right. So wow. in this film, he had... <laughs> it was kind of... It made me laugh so hard because Master P was in a lot of trouble with the boss who was played by Andrew Dice Clay and he was scared for his life a little bit but he was trying to be tough and Numbers comes up to him and says hey man got this tape I always say the first time it happened to me but this is for you and it's a tape of it, it was so crazy it's a tape it's a tape of the boss actually killing somebody and he goes I got 20 copies of these and my people will know what to do if something happens to me and then Numbers goes on a tangent like you know what I never care about you anyway you want to leave whatever man he's like yeah be careful there's dangerous people out here yeah I, I hired most of them and that was it yeah he just walked out just walked and it was still like a good 45 minutes of the movie left huh. that was the end of the plot point and bro the central, and the central antagonist was already defeated yeah within 45 minutes of the and Foolish had nothing to do with it Foolish had nothing to do with it <laughs> he never once went to that guy's like hideout you gotta get his bro you gotta get some scene one yeah he acts like he reads there's literally like I mean yeah yeah there's like several musicians no matter what the genre that I just feel like when they act it just sounds like they're reading he's definitely on that list (laughs) he's doing his same swag he was like mom don't know the last time I saw her no I didn't care and he was like what so I was like what's going on What are you expecting? I don't know, man. I mean, that's why he paid a million dollars so he could be in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I gave his million. You do it. I got got exactly what I expected out of Massapi. No more, no less. And it's just so many people, man. Like late great Bill Nunn was in this. Mm. We've seen him in like a lot of Spike Lee films. Mm. Marla Gibbs was in this. Yeah, she was the grandmother, and we all we all black people remember her from either Jeffersons or two, 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 two seven. Thank you. I mean, remember her from those things. Bill Duke was in it. Yeah, Bill Duke was in it. That's what I'm saying. Just, you look at the lineup, and then you see the film, and you're like, how did he get all these legends to make yeah. this? Was, they was a media man. <laughs> was... Most of them were. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them were, and Eddie Griffin did share that when he yeah. not that they were in it, but just how diverse sometimes black films can be because media man just to digress you laugh because one minute you're like oh Robert Townsend and then you see an up and coming Don Cheadle mm. and then you find out that one of the henchmen is R&B superstar Luther Vandross 
Who fried his board? And James Earl Jones. And James Earl Jones. And Bill Cosby. And Bill Cosby played a homeless man. <laughs> Who also somehow was able to have? He didn't even fight. You know what? That's for another podcast. Yeah. That's for another episode. Because you have you AJ go give you all that. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they both have house. Man, and he true. used it to talk ducks. He's trying to talk about blacks and women. Yeah, yeah. We're we're, 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 we're we're foolish right now. I apologize, folks. We're here with Jill, and we're talking about foolish. We'll talk with somebody else about Meteor Man or whatever. <laughs> so, okay, let's go back to some uh, other parts of the movie that was crazy. I don't like the split personality disorder you had. That well, it's kind of... Yeah, it is. Explain uh, that, please. <laughs> Wait. When he goes to the bathroom to get hyped up, I don't oh, even know who the people... That? I think it's going to be the ghost of... Uh, no, there was like James Brown, yeah, there was Sammy Davis Jr., Brown. and then there was somebody else. Actually, I took the time to look at who it was. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. And maybe his grandfather? So, uh, it actually was none of those people. What? The three, the three people he was... The three people he was looking to for guidance yeah. in comedy. One of the people was... And they were all, unfortunately... They are all, unfortunately, deceased. One of those was Robin Harris. Yes, okay. The other person, which is pretty much a giveaway because of the color of his clothing, was Red Fox. Yeah, oh, that's right. Joy Red wearing Fox. red. Yeah. That's what and the third person was Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. Yeah. So I said Sammy Davis Jr. You did say that. That's why I was like, cool. She got one out of two. <laughs> I remember Red Fox. They don't make it clear in the movie. You yeah. don't really care. Uh, outside of Red. Yeah, Red. Because yeah. yeah. I thought that was James Brown in the beginning. Yeah, I mean the way the voices sound. Yeah, yeah. You could, I kind of. You literally see their goddamn feet. Yeah. Two scenes in that yeah. entire movie. Yeah, that was a weird. I didn't really. I guess I don't know. That was a weird. It's supposed to be a high thought, like whatever. Yeah, like before I get on the stage. Yeah. Like, I don't hallucinate dead comedians in the bathroom. So well, it was also. <laughs> it was also the fact that he was a, a raging drunk. Yeah. So because I of that, I've been so drunk, I hallucinated dead comedians in a bathroom. Everybody stuff. got their own pregames, man. Like what's what's your pregame routine, Joe? If you don't mind uh, I usually am just like, oh, where's the fire alarm? Can I pull it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get everybody out of here. Yeah. Like a reset. Or right I quick. try to talk to somebody and be like, ah, you know, try to get just a little of the nervous energy. Okay, you know? that's good. Right? I, sometimes I take a shot. Oh, yeah. All right. Only I was the Nas of DMX. He's in the Nas of DMX. He's like Bella. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. So I just go up there. I don't got a routine. Yeah. Okay. That's fine too. So his routine was to listen to them, which everybody else was looking at him like stop. And uh, another side note, little Easter egg. The guy that played Red Fox, the, the, the voice in this case. Years later, ended up playing Red Fox again as the fake Red Fox in the Boondocks, the Hidocracy episode. Uh, yes, it's the same guy. The same guy, same voice, same everything. So, for those of you that haven't seen Boondocks, you missed out, but yeah, it's okay. It's all have you ever seen Boondocks? I haven't. I've seen the comment. Okay, that's fine. Even better. That's fine. That might be even better. One is better than none. So, there was, yeah, he had those raging demons and. Uh, which also made it funny because it, I, I think at the end, I feel like those three was, I don't know if they were trying to say like the demons were pulling them closer to hell. I don't, I don't think, think they, were they, they demons no. or were they? Well, maybe not demons. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Ghosts. 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 I feel like Eddie Griffin, like, was when pitching this movie or writing or whatever, was like, yeah, you know, before, like, everybody's set, there's, like, a thing they do, and, like, 
don't know. I look for it. He was trying to probably give it more weight than it actually has yeah. in real life. If you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> that, that, that might play some effect to me trying to rate it up a little bit. Yeah. The only reason I brought that up is because at the end of the movie, there was a moment where he stomps on the cigarette to go back on stage. And his shoe lights up. Oh yeah, yeah it's yeah. blue. I yeah. hate that part. So I didn't understand. Did he, like, it was like fly off the stage in the end. He jumps off the stage. <laughs> CG him. Yeah, yeah. And his last, oh, because he starts talking his final performance. I guess I forgot. <laughs> Skip ahead. <laughs> no, that's part. It, this movie was so random. I don't mind talking random. I don't want to with you about this. Okay. So any scene that you felt you wanted. It's to really see forty minutes of movie, and like the other part is like straight up other people stand up. Yeah, sense. it's like Eddie Griffin doing stand up interspersed with like emotional scenes with whoever <laughs> well if I'm right the final he did a half hour special at the end technically yeah man if I looked at the time he did, he did a half hour special at he the was, end of the yeah, 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 yeah. For a minute. he was talking about he was basically doing whatever he wrote in the script and then doing some extra jokes on the side right but yeah, Joe brought up a good point that made me laugh. The end of the movie, he just, he was doing a joke about popping and locking, and it was pretty funny, and then he decides, like, to just jump into the crowd, and he turns, and it's like, the movie title comes up, but when I watched it again, right before that scene ends, you gotta watch it, he almost jumps into somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> they show him landing like right where his lady's sitting. Oh, yeah. like, yo, <laughs> yo, no more tanks. You got it. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I also love because like his brother throws this big night at the comedy store or whatever right. comedy club. He's like producing his own show and he's like, you're going to do a half an hour. And he's like, I don't want to do it because his grandmother died. He's drinking too much. And then he pulls himself up and then he goes to the show and then there's a tank on stage. Why <laughs> is there a tank on stage? Oh, Master P got a thing for tanks. Oh, military service. I didn't even think about that. I was thinking more. Did he have a big ass tank in the Not a Not video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a big he loves tanks? Yeah, I don't know what that Yes, that's how I was waiting. He, the name of his group is called No Limit Soldiers. Well, No Limit Americans was the No Limit Soldiers, so they're like an army. In New Orleans, there was the No Limit Soldiers and there was the Cash Money Millionaires. But they always said cash money is an army. Better yet, a navy. So they always kind of looked at it like that. So for for Master P, he's right. He had a love of tanks and stuff, and it kind of went with the whole. Like he used to be in the military, so it's gonna be like a military team special. Well, I know you don't know No Limit, but it's uh, or rap movies in general, or movies with rappers in it. They always self promote somewhere in the movie. There's always Easter eggs. Okay. Yeah. What's so crazy about it is that at the end of the day, uh, there's always like a little Easter egg. So for Master P, there was a point where I believe he was in his, he was in uh, one of the rooms in the comedy club, I think, somewhere earlier in the movie. And there was a Silk the Shocker video in the background. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. That's funny. That was another one of his crew members. Uh, a lot of his crew members... I always love the No Limit Soldiers because they have the most ruthless names. It sound like they all could fight Spider-Man in the mall. It was like Silta <laughs> Shaka, Mystical, C, Murder. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, yeah. Mia X. Silta Shaka. Mia X. C, C, Murder, and Silta Shaka is brother. 
C-Murder and Sister Shocker are brothers? I actually didn't know. That's that. Oh, they're Master P's brothers. Oh, I knew about yeah, Sick. I, I didn't know that. about C-Murder. Yeah, I didn't oh. know C-Murder. And then they ended up signing Snoop Dogg for a few years, too. Oh. So you see, it was just like a whole world of just the like... Murder the murder <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. That's exactly what happened. So it was just... Yeah, it's always like that. Yeah. If you watch... Um, yeah, you just watch any See, of That it. makes me think that maybe they threw in the like the, his whole story of joining the army just so that maybe it would make, but maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Eddie Griffin himself was in the army. I think he did the same right. Or explain why he was going away. No, he actually wasn't. Oh, Eddie Griffin was not yeah, yeah, Oh, shit, I didn't know. He wasn't armed. He was deployed and all that. Oh, Wait, shit. Eddie Griffin in real life? Yeah, in real life. Oh. No, 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 no. He's so little. Yeah, it don't matter. I was saying these bodies, he's in the body. Yeah. No, the guy is. Okay, so you said you saw Friday, right? Yeah. You know the guy, Debo? No, I haven't seen him. Like, oh, remember there was a big guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so the actual actor uh, said that Eddie Griffin is the strongest little man he's ever had the pleasure of knowing because they were fighting and Eddie Griffin choked him out. Oh, yeah. He seems like Wiley. He seems like he's compact. He's compact. You know. Yeah. He had a lot like a Simone Biles. Well, that's two people that he's lost to in his life is Eddie Griffin and Hulk Hogan. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Hulk Hogan's scripted, but so anyway, moving on. So this is a part that we've done in our last episode, and we're gonna keep it going strong in this episode, which is our hood film audience member recommendation. We still are having, a, we still working on a title, folks. Still working on a title, but basically, this also is gonna tie into one of our newest features too, which is. Our savage moment of the scene, uh, savage moment of the movie, partially. And our fan actually picked a moment that I also felt was a very savage moment. Shout out to a good friend of mine, Jorge Ramos. He picked Jorge. a scene. Sorry. Oh, they know. Shout him out. Shout him out. Please go ahead. Shout him out. Oh, I said Jorge. There you go. There you go. Good friend of mine. Good friend of mine. We both know him very well. But he definitely saw the movie and. This most savage moment to me, and low-key moment, when they were actually doing the comedy show for Foolish, and there was a line to the door, and a lady comes up to the ticket counter and asks the guy at the ticket counter, she said, can I sit in the back? And the guy at the ticket counter sarcastically says, Mad fact, you can sit outside. I'll give you the tickets for free. Yeah. I said, what? <laughs> so what was all that about? That was the most savage part. To me, it was. That was That's savage as hell. What did you... Okay, so we destroyed his own goddamn car and cursed out the baby uh, mother from the kid. Oh, that was, that was... Well, okay. Wow. So, uh, <laughs> we did... Shout out to Jorge for the of the evening, but... Yeah, we appreciate you. That's not one of the most... We actually topped the savage moment with an even more savage moment, and that was... You go ahead and explain that, Lee, because that's... Yeah, I, think, I, I think the explanation is Eddie Griffin was trying to show you be a dramatic actor. <laughs> that's the only explanation for that scene, no. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, we never saw it again after that. So she saw her one other time. In the beginning. In the at the end too. Oh yeah. She moved out and took all this up and she said she didn't want to fight with him anymore. Yeah. But she felt like he wasn't serious when he said he didn't want to fight neither. But basically the scene Uli is referring to is in the beginning. He wakes up early in the morning, I guess, 
The kids are probably that early. Well, kids are probably going to school. I assume it was somewhat early. At least maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock. What? What time did you guys have to go to school? You got to get up at like six. Six. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what school you go to, I guess. I don't know. Six o'clock. I don't think I would go. No, it's the first bell's at like eight. Oh wait, you're from New York, right? No, I'm from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Because I was about to say, because New York, yeah, you had to get up at six to catch a train Mm -hmm. by at least seven thirty. I was late a lot on that. school like 10 30. No, my dad wasn't playing that. Come on, yeah. Yeah. No, my dad wasn't playing that. I, I just drove my car at 7.45. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't yeah, remember when it's dirty. Okay. I don't remember what time Pokemon came on in the morning, but I will say that scene was just like when he said Eddie River It was pretty bright outside. It was pretty bright outside. It was like at 6 o'clock, the sun was coming on. Now. I don't yeah. think the production value was really Fair good. enough. Fair <laughs> enough. The girlfriend was trying to make it seem like he was cheating on her, when in actuality, he wasn't. He just came home late. Which is something. Yeah, he's been drinking. He was doing comedy all night, which is something some of comedians do. And he, they had a big loud argument. She tried to fight him. He didn't fight her back. She threw a whole lamp at this dude that he missed, and it hit his grandmother's sacred blanket, which was like his weak spot, and he got upset. <laughs> and for some weird reason, he decides to go outside and destroy his own car. She wasn't even gonna drop him. Well, maybe she was, but I think she was. Yeah, and he just started yeah, calling the town. You can't drop it. I'm gonna fuck it up. So and isn't she like, why are you doing this to your own car? Yeah, <laughs> she just grabs her kid and bounces. Yeah, and it sounds like Richard Pryor. Yeah, I, I mean, in a sense, I think yeah. that's what he was. I feel like that's what he was taking homage. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? I will give that to you, Uni, because there's a reason why that moment is more savage than the moment we picked. Yeah. The reason why is because at the end of that scene, he finishes beating up the car. He stops and, like, I guess takes a breath. And in the background, there's a black dude watering his plants with no care in the world. He's just standing there like, yeah, I don't even know the actor. He just might have, that might be an actor trick. I'm actually yo homeboy was literally just <laughs> standing there in the background. Other other movies you would see is like I'm calling the cops. What's going on? Yeah. He was just like yo, that's his business. I'm mom man. I ain't no snitch. Like he was literally just chilling. He was destroying his own car. I'm but still he, he wasn't even alerted. Like he was just like none of my business. Man. LA baby. LA. <laughs> that that definitely was the most savage moment of the scene. You're right. You got that, bro. I definitely forgot about that extra. Shout out to Man with Hopes. <laughs> I don't know his name, but Man with Garden Hopes. Shout out to that man right there. <laughs> I also like the funeral scene where Master P was wearing a triangle hat. The funeral. Oh, yeah. For my grandmother. I That's, thought, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was going to say, for me, I mean, when I think about savagery, I guess, uh, <laughs> I think the most, like, emotionally savage when he's, when he's, like, after his grandmother dies and he's in that full bender and he's in his apartment with no furniture, lying yeah, on the ground, lying on the mattress on the ground, like, spooning the blanket, yeah. the framed blanket of a tiger that his grandmother gave him. <laughs> That struck a chord with me. You know, like, like a grandma buy all the biggest this shit is fine. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
it's like, what? <laughs> Spencer's gifts? <laughs> <laughs> Family heirloom. <laughs> right, right. No, that's I couldn't agree with you more, Joe. <laughs> I could not agree with you more. Um, what else would we have to talk about? Because this film was this film was very short. It didn't even hit ninety minutes, yeah. folks. And half of it was stand up. Half that's of it the best was literally half of it. Yes. Was this motherfucking sad? They have a fake. Uh, what are some of the jokes? Is <laughs> Eddie Griffin stuff? They had a fake. Um, who was a white comedian that wasn't doing well at the beginning of the movie? It was a Bill, the fake Bill yeah, Hicks. Yeah, had a fake Bill Hicks. Yeah. And you guys played didn't do no stand up. No, which I'm no shot he about. did it, and neither Because he was actually playing a character. There was one small moment with, I think it was, uh, what was the name? AJ Johnson? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, there was that scene where they bring where they put on like the newer comics. Yeah, and they all and there's like a, there's like a priest sitting at a table with like a woman and he's like, yeah. Y'all fuck yeah. it? And he's like, 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 like three comics in a row bomb before he shows up. Strike me as odd. Did you feel it was odd that almost every comic was trash? No, bro, you've been doing stand up for eight years. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking strange. Yeah, but. <laughs> that's fucking messed up. Like, yeah, yeah. this feels right on me because the most real is the same movie. But, uh, oh. Oh, oh I'm going to say you said David Club, you're funny. <laughs> Spicy tonight. Spicy. Spicy. I mean, I've never performed there. I just heard it's. Neither do we, sister. Don't feel that. I thought you did one time. I wish I did one time. I walked in there. Right. Nobody was there. Nobody was I walked in there. Is it? Yeah. Of course it is. But it's because the only empty club. You wilding out. We're going to move on to the next Sorry. For myself, myself. No, you're good. You saw, <laughs> we just happened you saw one hood film and now you're spicy. I think this has always been here. It's just a beer. You know? Tell about you're mad. Tell about you're mad. She's all over here. Tell about you're mad, Jill. No, go moving on, like Woody said. So again, this is random, random film. So is there any moment that really, you said a few moments, but is there any moment where you had to stop and go, what am I watching? <laughs> sure when they visit I can't remember whose house it is. Is it maybe it's the brother's house after he's already paid off the mob guy and he's got money and there's just naked women for no reason oh, yeah. hanging out. Or just like when you they want to be a hood film unless they ain't got something yeah. to do with No, it wasn't even that. It was when they go to the mob bosses like he's like has like a car oh, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, car like a auto body shop. shop. Yeah, naked chicks they're just like reason. naked, naked yeah. women just like hanging out like sitting like just but not even like I don't know why why yeah it doesn't it's, make it's a sense. weird place I guess hard bodies I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta have naked women so that's stuck out I mean that's stuck out because it, I just feel like you don't see like a lot of nudity in movies anymore so it's like it's always like kind of like well yeah there used to be like a lot of nudity in the like 80s yeah, we can never understand why. <laughs> so there's some films like, you know, like a New Jack City or a really, really drug film where it's like we understand the, the rules of the drug house. But then there's some films where it's like, nah, they just need it. Yeah. yeah, yeah they just need it. Because like, they got an R rating. They might as well use it, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can go with that. You yeah. Know? Uh, what is also funny, too, is what's also funny is that any movie, not even just a hood, maybe just crime films, it's always like the hideout is always home to like secret fight clubs and like right. they're boxing in the box. <laughs> yeah, they're they're boxing. boxing. Yeah, they're just randomly 
boxing. You like you like half naked chicks in vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God they had gloves on. But it was just like <laughs> they were just throwing hands and yeah. no, it was civilized. It was like actual like could have been an actual like legit boxing club. Yeah. No, you're right. It just was just so random. Yeah. It was right. It was so random. They got a boxing club in the in the auto body shop. Yeah. yeah. You can't afford more than one place. Men's yeah. gonna go to the Staples Center and just bet on some Lakers games. <laughs> it was '99. Kobe and Shaq was already a thing. That's why. <laughs> And then I think at the end, when he does the mic drop in the middle of his set and then comes back for his big closer, yeah. that stuck out my mind. I can't even remember the jokes, but I just remember being like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, <laughs> that was very very random. Like, yeah. He stopped and Master P tried to talk him back on the stage and he's like, quit comedy, it's not for me. And he's like, what? And they're screaming his name and he goes, nah, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I thought you were really okay. gonna leave. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Like, nah, no, never mind. And what that's, was his closing joke? Was it the pop and lock? The pop and lock, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was his close. I mean, it must have been as close as a man jumped off the stage. Yeah, that's that true. Crazy. It's about how they're trying to steal a girl. Is that how? Because they like. <laughs> yeah, how pop and lock was the ultimate cock lock, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, some of his bits, some of the bits as foolish were funny. I just, again, as a felt as a comedian, as people in the craft, I just didn't like the whole running the light. Cosby's son from um, Cosby oh. Show. Oh, yeah, that's it. 
since since they brothers, I guess they'd be sisters. They could be sisters. They like to be yeah. sister and brother, you know. Yeah. Any act. Um. Let me think. Come to your mom real quick. Take your time. <laughs> it is fun. Um. Uh. I mean, I don't know if Ti acts, but oh yeah, acts. Yeah, he, he acts like okay, great. He's good. At he was the Ant Man one and two. Was he? Yeah. He was the Ant Man. Who was his friend? Okay, and Andrew Dice Clay. Right. I think the mob boss would be, let's see, who would be a fun. Louis C.K. I actually was thinking that it would be Louis C.K. But I think he's been canceled. Oh, Bill Burr's a good choice. I like that. I feel like he could do a little bit more of the character than the other guys played. Yeah, he could be Irish. Yeah, Irish mob. I don't see that a lot. We as a black community <laughs> like to believe that it, he survived what they call the snap. We believe that he's, I, when they were showing the pictures of who they thought died, I didn't see his face. Yeah, where is he? Uh, is he going to come back? In the Marvel Universe or yeah. just in general? We don't know. Well, in the Marvel Universe, all depends. Oh, oh, you mean real? That's what I'm saying. No, but I mean in the Marvel Universe. Where it all depends on what It's weird to see because I like those animated movies. That's left on. Or is that just like a, I feel like that's a fun, that'd be a fun team up maybe, huh? Ooh. Tiffany Haddish and T.I.? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be mad at that. I can see that. That's a nice, I watched that movie. He just did that chicken movie that y'all, oh, yeah, yeah, Trap. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's a movie called The Trap. Two episodes ago, folks. The Trap's on Netflix. The Trap? The Trap. Trap. Yeah. Okay. Trap. You know I'll the Trap, do you know what like actual Trap is in the hood? Um, no. <laughs> like a trap house? Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a similar, like a similar. He has a drug dealing brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar. Yeah. For those of you who uh, don't know about that movie, instead of looking it up on Netflix, just listen to one of our earlier episodes that we did. Shout out to Joseph Roberts mm-hmm. that we did with our Welcome to My Hood Films podcast episode Self-plus. six. Mm-hmm. So you remember that episode? That's a I got to man, self promotion, baby. I hear you, man. I don't, know, I don't know what number. Got to. Lastly, um, if you. We're pitching this movie, oh. and you want to make like a tagline, like you mm-hmm. said, like this summer, you know, uh-huh. like mm-hmm. a slogan for the movie. What okay, would you I think uh, let's see. Okay, so it, as the remake or as its current incarnation? Current incarnation. Current incarnation. Uh, maybe something like "Fool me once, fool me twice, foolish." Let's roll the dice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. I like that though. Wait, who would you guys cast as current day, like as the the lead and the brother mm. characters? We got hit with the question. Yeah, it's unfair. It's all coming at me. Curveball. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shout my man John Lasta. I would like to see him in the role. Yes. I don't know. These, these new guys are too happy. Kevin Hart's too happy. You need someone that's gonna, I believe, you smash your car. Yeah. Say what you want about Eddie Grimm, but I was like, yeah, you're probably angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I probably believe you're that mad in real life. He seems to have a carry a big ego. Yeah. He, sh- he shows that. I definitely feel like you gotta. Let me see. I guess it's sad. Like, if I was to go Woody's Row and pick somebody on to come up, definitely would take my boy Phil Hunt. But oh, yeah. if I would take somebody who was more, you know, I guess a little more out there, 
it would be Corey Holcomb. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like <laughs> this movie was something he could do a little bit. And uh, I guess the Master P in this case, that would be a tough one because not a lot of guys that are owning their own labels like that anymore. I, I, I guess you could be stupid and, and you could do something like this. You could get my boy Alex Babbitt and then get Puffy. <laughs> What? If he was his manager who also sold drugs. Oh, yeah, that's a fucking punch up right there. They don't need the other characters. He has no manager that didn't do shit anyway. He just complained. Combine those two characters. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I just was thinking about my young wild out boys, man. Alex Babbitt, or Eagle Wit, one of those mm. guys. Mm. These are up and comers, folks. Please look them up because they all funny. They all funny. Phil, Alex, all of them. John Lasseter, all of them. They all funny. Eagle. Yeah, been in the game for a while. So, that being said, we're going to close it here. I can feel we had a good time, right, Joe? I had a great time. Thank yeah, you for yeah. having me. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was fun. We watched it at a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? We watched it at a coffee shop and we were fine. Like, you know, that's it's a lot better than I was expecting. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that is. That's, I mean, we've, we've seen our movies with our guests who, you know, we've seen it on YouTube or bootleg copies or we showing on people's computers and, and we had a guy. Yeah, we ain't got like that, folks. Yeah. We getting there. Yeah. We even had a guy make his quesadillas while watching Paid in Full. So yeah. now you guys watching the coffee shop, we just evolving with new locales each time. And I don't know where we're going to be next. Uh, active volcano. Active volcano. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I saw this movie. I, I would recommend it. It's a fun, a fun romp, and it's short. So it is short. Skip all the same Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You want to skip all those scenes and get to the plot? Yeah. <laughs> do you feel like with this? Do you feel like you'd watch more low stream? I don't know what to call non-mainstream. Okay? You say it. Do you feel like you'd watch more hood films in the future? Yeah, of course. Independent yeah, shows. They can produce anything. I mean, I think the the hardest part is just getting a recommendation because there's so much to watch now that you're like, oh, mm. you know, and you just get like, I think you just need to know what to watch. But if you know that like something is fun, then I'll watch it. I don't care. I watch so much. So many movies. <laughs> that, that should be on the freaking commercial for this podcast. Man. That was a good way of putting what we do here. I like that. I like that. That's basically what we do. If you listen to any of our podcast episodes, basically telling you why you should be watching this movie, or at least in Uni's case, skimming through some of the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't got time for this. So, Joe, I just want to thank you once again for coming through and watching this film with us. And learning so much stuff, uh, you learn trap house on your own, so that's cool. <laughs> but Master P, I had not, I had a master class in master. Right, right. <laughs> Do you feel like, <laughs> that's the tagline. <laughs> <laughs>
Her boss is her boss is lethal right now. Do you feel like now you go out and listen to Master P's music? Don't I mean, I don't think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Through my iPhone, okay. Yeah. But, well, I was just sorry. Okay, no, for sure. I mean, you used yeah. to have to have nine in your in your phone. We recommend else. a lot of black people would agree with us make them say um like about it, about it, mm. about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anything mystical then. Those are different, right? About about, Except about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't think about it. They are they are different. <laughs> <laughs> they are different. Yes. Yeah. 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 Those are I like those both of those songs. There's other hits too, but just just All you right. know, throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh I got the hookup. I got the hookup. Oh, and if you really Oh that's a movie. But it was also yeah. a song too. Okay. Yeah, see? See what he did there? Yeah. So wait, he's got a whole filmography oh, of yeah. movies that he produced. Oh he got yeah. it. Five or six. Five. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Adding stuff he's done this year, it'd be six now. What what number is this in the like disa- or the the biography? This no. might be the third one. I feel Hot Boys came out before this. Oh yeah, Hot Boys. Yeah, Bowdy Bowdy, Hot Boys. Yeah. Wow. I got the look of one. Yeah, this is the fourth this is the fourth film that he starred in and helped produce. Um yeah, he got that. And if you now I know you said you have your own way of warming up, but if you want, you could listen to uh how you do that there? That one. You hear that song? Yeah. With the straight face. Oh, what was the song you did with Cameron? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, man. The song you did with Cameron? Oh, man. We're going too far back. But any of those, I promise you're going to be on stage. You're going to be on stage with a whole attitude. What's good, y'all? Oh, my God. So, uh, but again, we do thank you. You are a comedian, so it's only right to give you a couple of seconds to promote yourself, anything you want to promote in the coming future, or about it remix. Oh, sure. What is it called? For the about it remix? About it remix. Changing with the Easter eggs. That's not mine. Um, about it, about it, part three. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I also have a podcast called Wiki Freaks. Mm. Um, oh. It's me and a comedian, Connor Cricket, and we just read through Wikipedia and have a great time. And I have a regular show Mondays in the East Village at Bar 2A. It's free. There's free pizza at 9 p.m. called Laugh Dance Saloon. So come to that. Yeah, it's one of the better shows in the city. There I'm you not go. just saying that because I've been on it. You've been on it. Watched it. I'll get you guys on it too. <laughs> Excellent. It's a nice walk. I was just going to go for the free pizza. Well, hey. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking too. That's why Holy we got crap. the pizza because we want to feed comics. So. <laughs> you heard it right here, people of the hood. There's a, a comic <laughs> show with free pizza. Tell them where it's at again, Jill. Uh, 25 Avenue A, Avenue A, and 2nd Street upstairs at Bar 2A. Every Monday at 9, you said? That's right. Free pizza, free funny. Y- y'all gotta come through. That's all I'm saying. Uni's on it. Hopefully one day me and AJ gonna be there crushing. And Jill's already crushing. So wow. then what more do you want, you know? Well. <laughs> and she got a podcast just like us. And that idea sounds awesome. So please make sure you listen to that. Um and yeah, Uni, we did it again, man. Yeah. Did it again. We got foolish in the books. So <laughs> we are officially nine episodes in, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. We do appreciate you if you've been going the distance with us this fall. Anything you want to say with me? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm tapped out. <laughs> yeah, foolish got him tapped out. Once again, Joe Wiener, thank you so much for coming through, man. We appreciate you 
for just doing this is awesome. Oh, thank you very much for having me. I had a great time. Yes, yes. And uh, for AJ, our producer, thank you as always for hooking us up. And uh, yeah, we, we did it again, folks. We're going to catch you next time. Same hood place, same hood podcast. Welcome to our hood clubs, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs>